Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. be in this place to worship you and to gather in your name. We pray that you will speak to our hearts, speak to our lives, open up our hearts and our minds and our ears to receive your word today. We give you all the honor and all the glory in this exciting church shouts and says, all right, God bless. (laughs) All right, before you sit down, turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to see them here. And turn to your other neighbor that you didn't pick the first time for whatever reason. Tell him it's good to see you too. Uh, (laughs) Praise the Lord. Good, good to be here. And as Pastor Soto said, uh, we welcome you on the behalf of our senior pastor, Pastor Ruben Reyna. So glad to be with you all here today just worshiping the Lord. Well, let's get right into the Word of God, and we've been having an excellent month on the topic of health and being healthy. And today, um, throughout the, the weeks, we've heard Pastor Anthony speak on the wellness of God's church. Excellent message on speaking about that. Then on Sunday, Pastor Soto the healthy church, talking about, you know, all of us are connected, we're all different, and good, good word. And today I want to take a, a different dive on the topic of being healthy and having health, is I want to talk about it about, about us, because I don't know about you, but I'm one of those individuals that don't like to go to the doctors. Anybody with me? All right, you're not going to raise your hand because you don't want to look like you're, you're a rebel, but my wife constantly has to remind me, and even my doctor has to constantly remind me that you have a physical coming or you haven't seen, haven't seen you in a while. And those are emails that you either you neglect or you, know, you push them aside or you say you're too busy. But I want to dive on the, the fact of the wellness of our lives, and the topic that I want to speak on today that I really believe that all of us come to is, is I want to talk about when anxiety attacks. And this is a subject that, that is, is needed in our lives because we're surrounded by anxiety, and every one of us in this place, we deal with anxiety. We do. And I honestly believe that is that we begin to take this different approach on being healthy, want to look at it that, that within our lives, anxiety can literally rob us from the ability of having the joy that God has created us to have in our lives, creating this, 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 this peace within us. And anxiety can literally create where we have this this, uh, hopelessness or this shame and we find it hard to stop 
you know, having this anxiety of wearing and being weighed down by certain things and, and what anxiety can literally do in your life. If you ever had these anxiety attacks and there were these types of things, it literally can feel like a heart attack. It literally can put a sickness within your body. And what that can do when you have and your body is overwhelmed with anxiety, your body is overwhelmed with this, you can really put a toll on your health as an individual. And when I talk about health, when I talk about anxiety, we could talk about anxiety in many different ways. Anxiety about your marriage, anxiety about your finances, anxiety about your job, those types of things. And then you can also feel anxiety in your ministry and what you do for Christ of where God wants to take you and what, what God wants to do in your lives. And the question that you need to ask yourself, are you stressed out of trying to fulfill what God wants to do in your life? Sometimes the, the process of, of, uh, of doing God's will or the process of moving on and trying to do certain things, there's things in our lives that we have to deal with to get out so that we could be free. See, the devil loves to put shame and guilt, and the devil loves to put this uh, weight on our lives of always being worried that things aren't going to change, things aren't going aren't to go uh, a certain way in your life, and what begins to happen in our lives, uh, that this anxiety begins to build in our lives, uh, we get robbed from God's blessings, uh, robbed from what God wants to do, and uh, God wants to build a healthy church. God wants to build uh, a healthy marriage, a healthy individual, but if you let anxiety and worry uh, begin to take a hold of your life, it can really rob you from what God wants to do in your life. I believe that as Christians, we should be the most happiest people on earth. And sometimes it's the very opposite. Sometimes it looks like you should be coming to church and you're excited, but sometimes it feels like you're coming into a funeral. Because we're so overwhelmed by certain things in our lives. We, we let circumstances overtake our lives. You cannot breathe the air of anxiety and expect to live in an atmosphere of peace. And I've realized this in my, even in my own life, that, that anxiety can really overtake the things that God wants to accomplish in your life, your ministry as an individual, your marriage, your finances, your career, and even being successful. And I want to speak about this here today. And Hopefully you, you do grab a hold of this, and I want to speak to you out of, the, out of the book of Psalms 139, if you can turn there with me. And we're going to look here in the middle of, of um, the, the story of where David is, is, is speaking here, David's life. And I've always counted this, this, this story very, very interesting because the way David shifts his, his story, shifts his, his where he is going in speaking to God. And it says these words in the book of Psalms 139, starting in verse 17. It says these words. It says, how precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. 
and when I awake, I'm still with you. Verse 19, it says, If only you, God, would slain the wicked away from me. You who are bloodthirsty, they speak of you with evil intent. Your adversities misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord? Those who are rebelling against you. I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Then he begins to shift in what he is talking about here. Have you ever spoke like that where you're like crazy? You're just talking crazy. You talk to someone who is crazy and they're just rambling and saying a bunch of crazy things. And all of a sudden, I love you. This is David here. Look at verse 23. He says these words. He says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's anything offensive way in me. I love that how he begins to begin to really, if I can honestly say, he is full of craziness in his mind and his thoughts. But all of a sudden, he begins to calm himself down in the spirit of the Lord. I really believe as he begins to come to this place of search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And I'm here today to tell you is that we all deal with anxiety in our lives. Every single body in this room today. The moment that I said I'm going to talk about anxiety, about, about how healthy our lives is, how healthy our heart is, how healthy our minds is, nobody Nobody wants to know or, or nobody wants to be accused, if I can honestly say, because you're probably saying uh, you're accusing me of being a worry person or, or being full of uh, anxiety. We're all, we all get anxious. We do. Let me tell you one. You see, Pastor, you see Pastor Anthony pray. You're seeking the Lord. You're all in tune with the power of the Holy Ghost. You're filling it. You're, you're, you're all in it. And the moment that you see Pastor Soto going up there with his envelope, you, anxiety hits. Because you know what he's about to do. He kills the vibe right there. You're in it. You're in it. You're in the moment, you're all, and then it's like you know exactly where he's going to go. Offering, ties. You're not mad at him. You're mad at the fact that, that somewhere in your life you're dealing with an issue in your finances. And you get worried and you begin to start sweating. You begin to like, oh my God. Anxiety can hit. You can ask someone how their day was, and all of a sudden they can start freaking out and start sweating. <laughs> like I do. I sweat all the time. David, when you begin to look at this question, it's... This word anxiety, or even the word anxious, it's a trendy thing today. Because people want to cover up what the issue is behind it. Doctors will cover it up. Counselors will cover it up. People will try to cover it up. Why? That there's a million and one excuses in their lives 
that they should go ahead and feel that way. If I were to ask you if you're anxious, you would probably make a comment like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious. My finances are messed up. Uh, uh, I'm starting school all over again. Things are piling up on me. Uh, David is using his life experiences uh, as a cause to explain his anxiety. And I'm here today to tell you if you ever experienced anxiety to the very fullest, uh, you probably at one time admitted yourself uh, into the ER because you thought that you were having a heart attack uh, and overwhelmed with things in your life. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, this is what the devil wants to do in your life. Uh, the devil wants to take you out. Uh, the devil wants to fill your mind with corruption. Uh, the devil wants to go ahead and accuse you and put all this shame and this guilt in your life. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, you can be free indeed uh, tonight uh, of telling the enemy and telling the devil uh, I'm I'm here to get well, devil. I'm here to get healthy here, devil. You're not going to bound my life anymore with this anxiety. I'm going to be free indeed. Whenever David wrote, uh, when David wrote uh, in the book of Psalms 139, uh, he had the right to complain about all the things that he was going through, about his enemies. Uh, David is providing this outstanding picture how God is watching over us uh, when God is really zooming in on us. Uh, David describes uh, this watchful eye uh, of God and he's uh, watching down from heaven and looking at us. David expresses his appreciation for the treasure of the thoughts that God is looking at him. But David also begins to say, I'm fighting these enemies that are inside of me. See, we understand the, the enemies that are external. But there's a battle that's inner in us. Where it's attacking our mind and it is attacking our hearts. I love the fact that he says this, and this is a, a really bold statement because he says, Search me and test me and know my anxious thoughts. When was the last time that you pray to God and say, God, search me? Search my heart. That's like you ever being so bold and going into the doctor's office and say, Dr. Lee, I'm here. I say that because that's my doctor's name. And he call, you know what he calls me? He goes, Pastor, how are you? When was the last time you went to the doctor and said, doctor, go ahead and take all the lab work that you want. Cholesterol, everything, take them all. You'd be like, oh, no. Cholesterol's high, potassium's low, sugar's high. You're messed up. <laughs> this is what David's literally saying. Search me, God. Search my heart. Search me. 
Test me. Know my thoughts. David goes on from this inner, this event of the inner expression and asks God to do a soul uh, observation in his heart. Could you just imagine on this screen here today if I put uh, 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 Brother Philip here and say, God, search his heart. Just show us everything that's in his heart. He run out the way he runs when he's doing that dance. <laughs> it's hard to stay healthy. Can somebody say amen? I'm glad I'm not the only one. I'm glad we're all honest in this room. Our men's ministry is growing on Friday nights, and it's hard to stay healthy. If you don't know what our men's ministry is on Friday, just show up when the women show up. <laughs> Let me talk to you about some, some ways that we can stay healthy, of being free from our anxious thoughts in our hearts. First thing is our Intake. Whatever you feel, whenever you feel anxious, you got to check what you're putting inside of your life. It's the first thing the doctor will tell you. What are you taking? What's, what, what are you holding on into your life? What is it? I remember years ago when I went to the doctor, I, I, I just, I was like, doctor, this is the way I feel, this is the way. And he's like, what kind of job do you do? What are you doing? It's the intake. Consider the very deep thought. The, the most important button in our, in our lives uh, is, 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 is this. It's the intake. Did you know your phone does have an off button? Do you know that? Most of you don't even know how to turn off your phone. You're like, where do you turn it off? How do you turn it off? And why is, why, how do I go in and turn it off? Why do they make it so complicated, you know, pushing three buttons at a time? Two buttons at a time. That's the way our life is. There is an off button to where we take so much into our lives. Some of the reasons that you're freaking out is because uh, you are taking too much on in your life. There's so much that you're taking in your life. You ask yourself, why, why, why do I feel this way? It's because you're, you're, you're in taking too much. Why am I so broke? Well, you spend too much. We're not designed to process the whole world's information in our lives. And this is what we do. We scroll, we scroll, we scroll, we scroll, we scroll. You scroll till you got a callus on your thumb. And you're so much putting into your life where you're comparing yourself to other people's lives, other people's kitchens, other people's living rooms, all of that. And all those people are doing is picking the best picture. Yes, right. I found out something. It's not only 
the lies that weaken our faith, but it's the things that we even view of even, or if I can honestly say, portraying to have something that we don't have. God allows us to have what we, we should have. You're asking God and to pray for peace in your life and you're still downloading a bunch of garbage in your life. You're asking God to do certain things uh, in, in, your, in your home, but, but you're not taking care of uh, what you're allowing into your marriage, into your children, uh, and into the things of your life. We have to watch what we intake of our, of our lives. When this COVID hit, it was so ugly just to watch the news because that's all they were showing and it was freaking you out it was freaking me out like oh my god i miss the car chases i miss those those long hour car chases <laughs> the next thing is imbalance leads to anxiety and this is priorities in our lives Not giving too much weight to the wrong words of relationship. If everything is important, then nothing is. An imbalance leads to, to stress. It leads to the anxiety because a lot of times we, we, we put too much on our plate. Too much. Too much to do. Too much that's taking place. And I love what David says. He says, know my anxious thoughts. Uh, we have to learn to prioritize the presence of God and appreciate the important things that God has put in our lives. Uh, you begin to say, uh, I don't feel God. You begin to say, I don't see God working in my life. Uh, maybe because you have an imbalanced lifestyle. Uh, instead of waking up and praying, instead of putting God first, Instead of doing those types of things, uh, you begin to say and question God. Why isn't God blessing me, but he's blessing everybody else? It's the priorities, the things in our lives that are in balance of making us an unhealthy individual. Just because Jesus is the rock does not mean that you're always going to be on the rock. Because the fact is, is that we're the ones that get off of the rock. You have to understand, sometimes we invest on all our energy on certain things, trying to impress people, where God is saying, all I need you to do is worship me. That's it. You got to understand what are you giving your weight to? Uh, are you trying to impress everybody else? Everything else that's going in your life. I love what the book of Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 and 9 says, For my thoughts are, are not your thoughts, uh, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Uh, as heavens are higher than the earth, uh, so are my ways that are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. David is asking God to prioritize his life according to his ways. The next thing that we can do to ensure that we live a healthy life 
is our integrity. When you commit to being the same person all the time. What do I mean by that? Are you one person here, one person at work? It's stressful when you have to project uh, that you're a different person, uh, that you're in a different situation. I've learned this in my life. Uh, If there is something uh, in my life that I know that I can't go ahead and work it out because I've been praying and seeking God, uh, I want to protect my integrity. I'll go to my pastor. I'll go to godly men. Our integrity. People are watching us. People are watching us how we handle situations. Can I honestly say? At work, do you freak out at work? Like, isn't he supposed to be a Christian? Why is he the one? Why is he the one screaming? We should be going to him for prayer. We should be going to him. I mean, come on, help us, somebody, and you're the one freaking out. The integrity. You're probably saying, preacher, you don't understand my, you don't understand what I'm going through. I may not, but you may not understand what I'm going through. We all go through different things in our lives. We all go through different situations in our lives. Search me. Next thing is our intention. We experience anxiety when, we're, when our intentions are, are misdirected. Where our, our lifestyle, if I can honestly say, is that uh, we're, 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 we're trying to um, impress other peoples or, or we're, we're beginning to, we, we fix our attention on things that, that, that don't matter, where we should fix our, our focus on things that do matter. We live in a world today that we're always trying to impress. And get me, I, I, I'm, I'm all about, you know, looking good. I'm all about presenting ourselves. But if that's the main focus in your life, you got everything wrong. Don't try to, you know, impress where you're, you're trying to make everything that, that looks, you know, looks good. I, I've, I've always said this here. Don't ever lie to your pastor. Sees right through you. The pastor says, how you doing? You're saying, I'm doing good, I'm doing well. Pastor just walks away and goes, I know he's not doing well. <laughs> I've learned just to go ahead and say, man, I'm okay. I made it. I'm here. Amen. And then that's where the conversation goes. So many of us, we deal with certain things in our lives because we've been holding them on. This is what David is saying. He says, search me. Know my heart. The other thing is our imagination. Do you notice how many imaginary battles you fight through every single day? Devil throws a thought. Devil throws this. Devil throws that. You got a headache and you're like, oh my God. I got a tumor in my head. 
oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die. This is it. I'm wrong. This is it. This headache, I took, I took all kinds of medicine. It's, it's, just, it's just gone. It's messed up. You ever been there before? It's like, oh my God, I, I text pastor. I text him. Oh my God, I called him. Oh my God, that's it. Oh, he kicked me out of the church. He hasn't responded. Oh my gosh, they didn't say hi to me. They didn't sing my song. This imaginary uh, um, battle that we go through uh, can literally suck out the energy of where God is trying to take you. Uh, and the devil knows what to lie to you about uh, of where God is trying to take you. Uh, sometimes the devil just lies to you so good, you believe him. I've learned if you would just literally t reverse your worry and turn it into worship, you could see God do some amazing things in your lives. Don't let your imagination prevent you from God's purpose in your life. The last one I love is is what happens in people's lives with anxiety and deals with this anxiousness in our lives, sucks the life out of us. And I've literally been there before. And I can honestly say that to preach on this topic and to be able to understand what people are going through, this anxiety or this, this worriness can really, really suck the life out of you. It can. And when it does, there's this isolation that takes place in people's lives. Isolation is this the devil loves to use this isolation part in your lives where he literally likes to suck out the life in you. And when he sucks the life out in you, he loves to make you feel isolated and so that you can isolate yourself. And most of the time when God is trying to do a work in your life and when God is trying to heal you and God is trying to make you healthy, the devil is doing the exact opposite to take you away from his church to take you away from certain things and when you're anxious and when you're feeling overwhelmed what takes place in your life is that you love to isolate yourself you like to pull yourself out of church you love to pull yourself out of bible study you love to pull yourself out of conversations where you know that there is healing taking place and i'm here today to tell you you need to tell the devil where he belongs you need to tell the devil when say devil uh, you hold me too long uh, it is not gonna bother me anymore uh, you can lie all that you want uh, but I'm not gonna isolate myself anymore uh, I know where I need to be uh, see David uh, knew what he was talking about uh, there was everything that he had to do uh, he understood that the enemies he understood what was taking place on the on the external part uh, but he also knew that the external was hurting the internal. And when it hurts the internal, you can isolate yourself. And when you isolate yourself, 
It's not good for the soul. Anxiety is, is awful. Anxiety is this ugly place where it could really, really rip you apart. It could rip away your relationship with God. It could rip away your marriage. It could rip away the relationship that you have with people. And it literally could make you sick. And what takes place in people's lives is when, they're, when they are worried and when they are going through things in their lives, what do they do? What's the first thing that they do? They isolate themselves and they don't come to church. And if the devil can go ahead and do that in your life, it's easier for him to continue, to continue to take you away. And this is exactly as Pastor Soto was talking about, that we're all connected. We're all connected here. And when I say that we're all connected here is that as God is building a church here, there is sometimes that I come here, and it may sound funny, but there are sometimes I come with, with only one arm. But I got somebody else's arm to hold me up and to pick me up and to push me forward. There is sometimes that I come in crawling, but I can depend on somebody else to lift me up and push me up so that I can have the victory in Jesus' name. You see, the devil likes to isolate you and keep you at home so he can keep you crippled from worshiping God but let it be the day today that we will no longer isolate ourselves that we will no longer come to a place of our lives of saying I will no longer let the enemy distract me from this anxiety this evilness that's taking place not all anxiety is evil but it's all about how you allow this anxiety take over your life. Some of you have this fear. And I don't know what that fear is. And I don't know what that is in different people's lives. But I do know this. That God wants a healthy church. God wants a healthy marriage. God wants you to be healthy. But if you allow this anxiety, you allow this thing into your life, it can literally, literally trap you. And it's one ugly thing, folks. It's one ugly thing if you allow this to overtake you. Would you all stand to your feet today as we... What I'd like you to do this evening is this. If we could just all close our eyes for a very moment today. And I'd like everyone just to lift up their hands to God in this place today. And for a brief moment, would you just forget about all that you're going through? Forget about all that you're facing in your life.
I believe with all of my heart and, and all of my soul, there are some folks in this room here today and those of you that are watching online. You have intaken too much in your life. There's an imbalance. You've made some poor decisions. Your thoughts are way out there. And some of you have literally isolated yourself, not only from people, but isolated yourself from God. And this evening, I, I really believe with all of my heart and, and all of my soul that there are some of you in this room here today, you're overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed by certain things of your life. It could be an illness. It could be your marriage. It could be finances. It could be your job. It could be your children. It could even be ministry. But I come to you today knowing that God is going to help you. He's going to free you. He's going to bring peace. And he's going to bring joy upon your life today. The first thing before we pray Maybe you're here and you're watching online and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, but you want to give your life to God and you want to rededicate your life to Christ. Is there anybody in this room today? You say, that's me. I need Jesus into my life. I need to accept him back in my life today. If that's you, I just want you to get out of your chair. Just come to the altar today and someone's going to go ahead and pray with you. They're going to go ahead and just uh, lead you back to the Lord today. Maybe you brought them. They're sitting next to you. Would you go ahead and bring them up and, and just bring them here so that they can go ahead and say that prayer? Church, as we look up here, I know there's some of you in this room here today, you're really overwhelmed. You try to stay healthy. You try to stay in God's word. You try. You really try and you say, okay, God, this, this is going to be my day. This is the day where I'm not going to allow it to, to hinder me. And the moment that you drive away and the moment that you get to work and the moment that you try to move forward, it hits you. And I know God is speaking to hearts. I know deep down in heart right now the presence of the Lord is in this place today. And God is saying to you today, you could be free from that. And God is saying to you right now as a church, he's saying, don't isolate yourself anymore from me. Come to this altar so that I could free you, so that I could go ahead and bring joy and peace, so that there could be this overtaking of healing in your life today. If that's you today, I want you just to get out of your chair, and I want you just to come, kneel, stand, and pray, and seek the Lord today as the worship team begins to sing a song of praise and worship today. So would you just get out of your chair today and just come on? up and say, God, that's me. I want to be free.